This is the Mountain Vision Podcast, where we share our obsession with hunting in the outdoors and talk waterfowl and big game hunting. Whether we're waterfowl hunting in the Sacramento Valley with the Sutter Buttes as our backdrop, or deer hunting in the Sierras, one thing is for certain, our vision of the mountains is a hard one to shake. Listen along as I interview outdoorsmen that have inspired me, and you might find inspiration from them as well. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mountain Vision Podcast. Um, on this episode, I sat down and I talked to Rob DaCosta. Uh, he runs DOA Guide Services. Um, go check out their Instagram page at DOA Guide Service and their website at uh, www.doaguideservice.com. Um, go check it out. Book a hunt with them. I think I might actually do that next season. I, th- I think they're pretty much booked out this season. Um, but he said, you know, every once in a while there, there'll be a cancellation. Um, you never know with COVID going on too, people might cancel. So if you're interested in a hunt, reach out. Um, but yeah, go check him out. I hope you enjoy the conversation. I know I did as well. Um, Rob's got a ton of knowledge in the waterfowl world. Um, he hunts big game too, but, um, his guide service is based around waterfowl hunting and, and goose hunting and uh sounds like he uh he does a little competition calling as well so um anyways yeah i hope you enjoy the conversation stay tuned all right another episode of the mountain vision podcast here i think we're on like episode 19 but on the phone right now with with rob DeCosta with doa guide service how's it going rob doing good doing good good Kind of feel weird saying that after we've already been talking on the phone. Acted like that was like the beginning of our conversation or something. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, dude, I've been trying to get you on. We've been t- kind of talking back and forth here for at least a month or so. <laughs> I feel like it just either I had to put it off for, you know, it's it's hard during hunting season, man. Like, you know, I was trying to get you on and then you were you were in Idaho and then, yeah. and then you came back and I think I was like trying to get ready for a hunt and then we put it off to the next week and it just kept getting pushed. But here we are. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, man. So it sounds like your your season's in full swing, huh? Yes, sir. We're, we are definitely getting going. Um, the birds are moving in in, in full mass. We are uh, we're getting in a lot of cold fronts. The winds, the weather has been moving them in. Uh, the migration is full force. It's they're coming, so it's yeah. definitely time that we're we're going to be killing them. It'll be a great season, I think. Nice, yeah. I hear some people saying, "Hey, I, I get like mixed reviews from people. Like some people are like, no, the you know all the water issues in Klamath, it's going to be a slow couple of years.' And then I hear some people are like, no, this is like this is this is going to be the good old days these these next few years or whatever.' So, what's your take on that? You know it. <laughs> It's it's kind of back and forth on me. Uh, I get both sides of the spectrum from from the hunter side and also from the conservationist and working in the the wildlife management side. So um, I've seen, like I said, like the hunter side where you know I've, I'm out there when I can be constantly, and then I also on my job I see when the migration comes and I can see the difference of of. Uh, the mass of birds and whatnot. Um, we did have a big die off up in, uh, up in Klamath this year. So that's going to help or, or damper our, uh, local population. But, um, I think all in all, if, if it gets colder up North, like, like further up Washington, Idaho, Oregon, 
Yep. That that will push more birds down. And uh, if it does that, we should have a good season this year. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Nice. Yeah, I always, you know, typically I just wait for people to say, oh, yeah, Thule Lake is is frozen. And then pretty much like three days after that, <laughs> it's like pretty much on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. the birds are going to, the birds are going to stay ahead of the freeze. Yeah. So if it gets colder up north, they're going to keep skipping. Um, and the other thing is water, you know, water is a huge issue. So if they don't have water in like Tule Lake or, or Klamath or, or, uh, Honey Lake and whatnot, those birds are going to skip. Yeah, and where just... they in co, they're going to come down here to the Sac Valley. Yeah. That's and that's true. where we're all waiting. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's true, dude. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't really think about it like that. Like, yeah, I mean, if there's no water there, they're just gonna keep flying. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Water's a huge issue. It's been a battle for you for the last few years. You know, or actually quite quite some time. Actually, it's been a battle, especially yeah. up there in the Klamath area. Um, you know, the 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 natives and and the and the feds and and all that. It's been a huge battle. So yeah. So you, so you pretty much do, you have two full-time jobs basically, right? So you're, you're a guide, you work a ton of hours, you have what, three, two or three other guides that work for you? Yes, sir. So I work my full-time job. I, uh, I work for Department of Fish and Wildlife. I'm a wildlife technician. Um, oh. I do habitat work. Okay. I, didn't, um, I guess I didn't realize that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I, I do habitat work for the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Um, that's my main career. Uh, I went to school for for natural resources, parks and recreation, got on with the department about eight years ago, uh, and worked my way up from a seasonal, got on full time, worked at Gray Lodge for some years, um, actually just transferred to Upper Butte Basin. And I've been there for just a few months now. Actually, I started there in September. I actually was only there for a few days, took off to Idaho, <laughs> went oh, <okay>. hunting, <laughs> yeah. came back for, for a little bit and then took off again, back to Idaho, went hunting again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Luck, luckily, my boss, my, my, my boss, uh, Tim, and, and my supervisor, Derek, they, they are awesome. You know, I, I, I couldn't pick any better people to uh, work underneath. They, they, they are fantastic. So That's um, cool. They were, they gave me a lot of time and and said you know kill your buck or kill your antelope you know make sure you get it done and when you're ready to come back it's time to work so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah so I do that and then and then yes I I run DOA guide service uh, we've been in business for about five years now and it's just blown up it's it's been fantastic um, I brought on Colby or I brought on yeah Colby Stillwell this year. I've had Gino Solari as a guide. Um, he, he came on last year. He's been running with me for the last couple of years. Um, and I've got a, a plethora of uh, field hands that, that uh, are just fantastic. You know, these guys, we have, we have a crew and, and a system. Yeah. And, and the system runs in a full circle. And it just works. Yeah. You know, it, I, I couldn't ask for a better crew. Yeah. Uh, we make sure that we do things the right way. We make sure our clients are happy. Um, and in the end we, we do our best, our absolute best to make sure that birds are falling and people are shooting and, and scouting and, and putting people underneath them, you know? Yeah. Hell so. yeah. Yeah. I'm scrolling through your Instagram right now. I mean, I look at it all the time, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, dude, there's just piles, dude. Just, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. You guys look like you're, you're on it. You're doing a good job. Yeah. I could tell over the past, cause I've been following you for a few years, I think now, or at least a couple and mm-hmm. yeah, it seems like you guys just consistently just do it. <laughs> just, it's, you know, it's what we've been doing. Yeah, I, we built this formula and it's working. Yeah. 
Nice. So if someone was interested in uh say just doing just doing like a day a day's uh like a snow goose hunt is, what what's your typical hunt? Is it a lay, like layout blinds and or A-frame blinds or what? What's your typical So we we have flooded water blinds. Um we hunt, you know, like like any other you know anybody else they you know in the rice fields we hunt flooded water. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got big spreads set out in the flooded water blinds. And then we also do dry field goose hunts. Um, those are typically two, 3,000 decoys. Um, sometimes we'll do a little smaller. Like tomorrow we're getting ready to do a, well, I, I guess smaller. <laughs> tomorrow we're doing a, a, a spec spread, but it's 600 spec decoys. Oh, okay. <laughs> 600 plus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a magnificent spec decoy spread. Nice. Uh, and But typically we're, we're running anywhere from, from – two to three thousand decoys for our, uh, decoy spreads okay um we're targeting specs snows uh when we do the layout you know we lay in the spread um it's, it's a good time man we, we spin them we get the geese spinning doing the full grind over the over the clients and yeah it, get, it gets your heart pumping the geese are so loud you could feel it in your ears the vibration and it gets exciting. It gets so exciting. Yeah. I mean, even for me, I've been doing this for some time and, and even for me, it, it still is exciting. You know, I'm, I'm screaming and hollering like, Oh yeah, great yeah. job. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And it, it's just, it's a blast. It, you know, I, I've always said the day that I get bored of this, will be the day I quit. Yeah. And that, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's a blast. But uh, but yeah, so that's what we do. We we specifically specifically target specks and snows in the in the dry fields. The okay. flooded blinds, we're doing ducks, ducks and geese, whatever comes in that's legal. You know, I, I I'm uh, extremely strict on making sure we know our target. Yeah, yeah. You know, making sure it's a legal duck or or you know if we got a pack of pentails and we can't shoot them yet. You know, or or we have like this many and okay, we can only shoot one. We're not shooting in this flock, yeah. you know, yep. or, or if we're at, you know, say I got two clients and we're at say 19 specs, I'm not going to shoot into a big flock of specs if they're close to their limit. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm very strenuous on, on, uh, on being legal. Safety is huge with me. Yeah. Safety, safety, safety. Um, I make sure people shoot their lanes. I make sure people that are, you know, if your gun's not in your hand, it's on a magnet in my blind. I have no crossbars in my blinds because I got huge pits, uh, okay. big pits. So, so I make sure, you know, th- that people know what the way it goes and, yeah, and make sure that, that people are shooting safely and, yeah, and, you know, no shooting over people's heads. And especially in the dry fields too, I, I do a big uh, safety meeting. I'm like, Hey, this is the way it goes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's good, dude. You know if what? you want to be successful, you listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, man. I, I, yeah, I think I, I still do it all the time, and to my buddies or whatever, I'm like, "Hey, you, you know, your your gun, your where are you setting your gun?" I always ask them, like, "Where are you, what, where are you setting your gun, dude? Like, what is your safety on? Are you, are you like making sure it's pointed the other way?" Like, I feel like I get more paranoid as I get older. I think we're just more aware, and you know, these accidents Definitely. happen, man, and. Definitely. You know, I haven't had an accident happen and I don't want one. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I, I am, I am, uh, I'm first aid certified. I've done all the trainings and all that, but I don't want it to happen. Yeah. I don't want to use that. 
So. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So how, so what is a, dude, I, maybe I need to book a hunt with you, dude. I, I've never, I, I've never really done a, I mean, I've shot a couple snow geese and stuff, but like pretty much, you know, by luck, just passerbys or whatever, nothing. Yeah. I, I've never, I, I like I was telling you earlier, like I, I duck hunt, I know how to call ducks in, but I, I've never really even learned how to blow a spec collar, a snow collar, or a can. Spec calling is a, it's definitely an art, man. You know, like, uh, I started spec calling, I mean, some years ago. Um, I didn't get really good until I really like decided like, Hey, I need to hone this in, you know? And, and I started surrounding myself and meeting people that are very good spec callers. Uh I've, I started, uh, actually competition calling back in 2014 and started doing the main street thing. And that really opened the door to network yeah, yeah. Of, of people that are just expert callers. Uh-huh. And that's what helped hone my calling is knowing these guys and, and building this friendship and this, this camaraderie. And it turned into having mentors like uh, my friend Craig Wilson. This guy, he's he's such a fantastic, humble person. Uh-huh. And and he really taught me how to uh, to call to call ducks, not so much for ducks, but for the stage. Oh yeah. But but the stage calling turned into the control. Oh yeah. And it's... once you could control the call, you can control the bird. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah, you can just because you, it, it. A lot of people say you know, oh you know, competition calling. That's not what you do in the blind and whatever. And, Oh, there's so much but skill to it. And like you said, the control, it is. yeah. It is. Once you can control the call, you can do anything you want. Yep. You know, and if you can do that, you can turn it into doing from from the stage, you can switch it into the blind. And from the blind, you can switch it to watching the birds. And then if you can read the bird and read the reactions, I mean, that's the biggest thing is reading birds Yeah, and, dude, and doing the right call at the right time and hitting a certain note and dude, it's such you a good... watch their wings yeah. and, and, it, and that's really what we're doing in the blind is a lot of people think we're just blowing the call. No, no, we're not. We're, we're watching those birds. We're watching their reaction. Yeah. You know, we, we might hit a hail call when they're far out and they get closer. We might get softer, Yeah. you know? And, and they might swing a little wide. You might hit them again, you know, a little, yeah. and they might cut back. And then we start, you know, and start doing a feed chuckle and getting the cup in, get a little closer and, and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, but it's all control. It's all style. It's all just, it's, it's, it's an art really. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, like I've told, you know, a lot of people, it's, it really, it's a symphony. Yeah. If if you can play that symphony right, your crowd's gonna holler. Yeah, no, dude. There's it's 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 such a good feeling, dude. When you when you when they react to the call oh, totally. and, they, and the, yeah, dude. And it's I don't know, man. Totally. It, you know, because it doesn't happen all the time. They're not always reacting well to the call, even if you are. You know, there's just certain days that are better right. than others, or a certain time of the year, or whatever it is. But yeah. yeah, there's times when I'll when I'll call and like yeah you. 
they're reacting well and they're reading, you know, you're reading the birds and they work in like perfectly. And it's just, there's not a better feeling than that, dude. It's just, yeah. Freaking, I get a smile on my face just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like, like, like back to spec calling, like it's, it's different. Like it's a lot of people just, you know, blow on it and doing the, <laughs> yeah. but you might kill a few, uh-huh. but if you do the right notes at the right time, clucking at the right time yodels at the right time you're gonna get birds that are gonna cup up and they're gonna land uh-huh. but you gotta know when to do it how to do it you know you can't just go walk into a mexican bar and say hey senorita can you come home with me or come to my hotel <laughs> she's gonna look at you and be like no nope. now if you speak fluent spanish and you're you're rico suave yeah you get some swag you might bring that you might bring her home or back to your hotel and say, you know yeah <laughs> And finish it. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of you know. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, for sure. Hell and yeah. then and then snow geese. I mean, snow geese are just assholes. Yeah. <laughs> when we when we're calling snows, we just make noise. Just noise. Yeah. You're just barking. Just. Bah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make noise. But uh, I mean, there's times even with snow geese too. You know, when you get a single, you don't want to make a ton of noise. You know, just bop, 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 uh-huh. bop. You know, you hear that bird make a noise, you make the noise. Try to make it exactly the same what that bird sounds like. Just kind of you talk can build back that, and forth. Exactly. Build that conversation, and at the same time, you're watching that bird's wings. If that bird, you know, cups a wing and tilts, and he's looking your way, you know, you might have him. Yeah. If he's going, if he doesn't do any, he's still flapping, he's going away, You might. he's gone. <laughs> yeah yeah but you know you build that conversation and you know sometimes even a lot of times if you do it right they're going to come in but uh i mean it's you got to have that certain note that certain tone and that certain you know conversation yep and make it right and if you do it right they're going to come in yeah yeah but uh but there's a lot of times where i get heartbroken <laughs> geese geese snows especially they're like i said they're assholes <laughs> yeah oh, that's funny so you uh so what you use those tim grounds calls is that your, is that your kind of go-to or um well so i've actually just recently picked up the super spec it's uh-huh. made uh by tim grounds uh specifically by uh ken white great guy I've, I've talked, talked with him on multiple occasions and he's, he's a fantastic guy. Um, it's just a little different for me still. I'm still learning it. Okay. Um, but, uh, I, I, my main call is a Riceland call. Um, I blow a Riceland three quarter spec and that's what I've been comfortable with. And Bill Daniels, I mean, he's, he's a great guy as well. I mean, you, you can't get much better, better customer service than what he gets. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ken is a great guy too. Tim grounds, that company, they are fantastic as well. Yeah. Uh, but I've, I've got this rapport, you know what I'm saying? What built with bill uh-huh. and, and you build a rapport with, with a certain person or company and, and you stick with that. Oh yeah. For uh, sure. And that's, it's a call that I will never take off my, my lanyard, whether I have a super spec or the rice and, you know, it's, it's that Ryzen will stay on my lanyard. Yeah. It kills. Um, <laughs> the super spec though, it is up and coming. They are killing. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, we, 
we've been killing them the last couple of weeks. I've been I've been switching off because it, it 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 gives a a different tone, and it's something different that the birds like to hear, uh-huh. you know. And sometimes I'll blow the super spec, and then I'll switch over, and I've got the rice layer, and then I'll switch over, you know. Yeah. Or I've got another I've got one of my other guides in the blind, and we're we're bouncing off each other with the calling. And when we do that, I mean, gosh, the birds just suck in. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> you know, like yet? Do you guys try to use different calls? Like, if there's a couple of you calling, do you guys try to use different ones just so you sound totally different? Or uh, sometimes, I mean, we might not do it intentionally. Uh huh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Something to, that we're, I guess we're it's kind of hard to doing. say. Like, hey, use this one. I'm gonna use this one or what? Right. Yeah. No, we're we're just. I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm just constantly switching calls, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we might have ducks spinning, we might have geese spinning, or, or whatever. We might have a, a mix. Yeah. So we're just we're just you know back to the making noise. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I hear a lot of but, guys uh, that like duck hunt together, like they'll make sure they're using different calls, so they you know like a more of a ducky sounded call, and then the other guys using like a raspy one or whatever. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, I yeah. Know. I mean, like I said, we don't do it intentionally. It's just more so just what we're just doing yeah yeah for <laughs> making sure. sure that we're we're bouncing the main thing is that we're not we're not stepping on each other yeah you know like both of us don't want to be yodeling at the same time we'll uh-huh. have one person clucking and one person yodeling or 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 one person quacking and one person feed calling you know yeah we're yeah making sure that we're not stepping over each other just back to the stage thing <laughs> yeah you know yeah when, when you're on stage you don't want to step on each other when it comes to calling so it's back to that, and, and the same thing works in the in the blind and in the field. So for sure. we kind of just, with us, we've done it for so long, and we've we've been doing it to where the fact that we can just, it almost flows. Yeah, you just kind of play off of each other, like whatever the other guy's doing. You just kind of play and off switch, that. And, yeah. Switch it exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer in the the more calling, the better. You really? Know, if if I got a thousand decoys or or two thousand three thousand decoys out there, we need to sound like that many birds. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> <laughs> you're so out of breath uh, by the time they get down. Huh? Oh, dude. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. There's been many, many times where I've been done calling. We've got the big spin, and I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and guys like, you all right, Rob? I'm like, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> uh, come to sleep good tonight. yeah but uh but even the blind though you know we're still doing the same thing you know we're bouncing off each other just trying to make sure that we're sounding like the birds that we have placed out you know the decoys is trying to make sure that we sound like that many birds yeah and uh it's hard to do with one guy and some guys some guys can do it you know i'm not putting them down they can do it Uh and especially especially if in the right location you don't really have to do that much calling but um you know, when you're in an area that where you're just running traffic or or whatnot, you you gotta pull those birds down. Especially if you got clients in the field, you you gotta pull them down. So the only way you're gonna do it is calling like a madman. But yeah. Back to making sure you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not all just making noise. It's making sure you're doing the right noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what do you what are you using for a mallard call? I I personally run JJ Lairs. Uh huh. I've been I've been I've been using JJ Lairs for God, I don't even know how many years now. Since I was a kid. Yeah. Um keeping it local. Well over ten years. Yeah. 
well over 12, 15 years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm born and raised in Chico. I live in Durham. Um, I, I know Brett Crow. He's a great guy, too. He's he's one of those guys, like I said, you know, you get somebody that's uh, got the customer service and, and has a fantastic product, you stick with them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it's nice being able to call and be like, hey, I need this, or you know, this is what's going on, and yeah. he's like, oh, I'll take care of you, you know. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I I, I use a, a JJ Layers hybrid, and uh, the reads vary, you know, depending on on what I'm doing. Um, sometimes it's I might be blowing a one three five, or sometimes I might be blowing a one five five read. Uh, you know, I switch up my reads. Uh, Sometimes you know, the longer the read, the raspier it gets. Shorter the read, the more cleaner it gets. And um, how much air you blow into it too. It, it's, it's a, I guess combination. You know of how how it fits you. Yeah. But um, but I'm constantly switching my reads out. And the way I the way I run my calls too. I I, I put a lot of air out, so I'm constantly splitting reads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I've got a I've got a box actually just full of just reads. Really, <laughs> I'm constantly just fixing my calls and you know cleaning my calls and whatnot. But uh, and, you know it's part of, part of the game, you know. Yeah. Making sure your making sure your equipment's good. How often would you say you change your reads out? Oh man, I couldn't even tell you. Really? I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, I I'll blow I'll blow them until they until I hear a sound that doesn't sound right. Yep. If it, if it sounds wrong. I'll switch it. Okay. Um, but the other thing too is like, like I said, I do, I do competition calling too. So I'm, I'm blowing my calls all year. Oh, are you still, you're still doing that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right oh yeah. I've been, like I said, I've been doing it since 2014 and it's been, it's been a fun ride. You know, Yeah. the highest I've gotten is third place in the state. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which, you know, is That's still an accomplishment, good. but, uh, yeah. I mean the, the, the competition I've been up against is the best of the best. Yeah. You know, um, some of the guys I've, I've competed against have went to worlds and competed against the best and the best in the worlds uh-huh. and the, the country, you know, and, and I have the pleasure of having some of the best callers that actually work for DOA. So oh, really nice. Oh yeah. Colby, Gino, they, they are the best of the best. Uh, we got, we got Dan all he's, he's come on to help us out a little bit this year. Um, these guys are fantastic. I mean, I, I can't put it even lightly. I mean, they are so good. <laughs> <laughs> nice dude. They, they make me look like small time. Really? But, uh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy to see these kids, the accomplishments that they have, the, the titles that they have. Uh, huh. And and then hear them in the field, and then you see the birds react to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it <laughs> it, it blows me away. And I've been doing this for for a long, you know, for a while. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, cool, uh, dude. You know, so so when I brought them on and and they're like, oh yeah, oh, you know, we'll do this. It's like, great, great. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome, you know. And <laughs> and now now that we've got this team and this 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 uh, crew built together and and we're killing birds and seeing the reaction from the clients too. It's just, that's what it's about, you know? Yep. Making sure people are happy, big smiles, big piles. Yeah. <laughs> nice, man. It sounds like you got a good thing going. It is. It's, it's been great. It's been great. You know, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, if I'd have been doing this, I would have told you no. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we, we're all really great friends. We, we work well together and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm so confident in their skill, their knowledge. I don't stress on how they do things. If they want to do something their way, I'll let them do it. Yeah. Cause they're still, I, 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 I trust them. Yeah. You know? And that's a huge thing too, is, is being able to trust my guys to be able to take clients out that trust me. That's cool, man. You know? that's so I get people that call me and they're like, Oh, you know, we're going to do that. We want to book a hunt, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, you know, I've got this to do, but I can put you over here with Colby or I can put you over here with Gino or, yeah. or whatnot. And, and I trust them. They're good. And okay. Okay. Good. And when they come back and they're like, Oh, they're, that was fantastic. They were super nice. They did this, they did that. You know, it, it makes everybody happy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Yeah. See, that's cool, man. That's cool. That you, yeah. That you have that relationship with these guys that you, you can trust the way they do it and you're not, you know, you're not micromanaging them. It sounds like you're letting them do their thing. And, and exactly. I'm sure that's awesome for them. You know what I mean? Like they're, Oh yeah, you know, they have sure. the freedom to do it the way they want to do it, and and it probably just creates a better relationship for you and them. I would think. Definitely, definitely. That's cool. Yeah, I'm sure it reflects on the on the clients too. I'm sure they see it. You know. Exactly. Yeah, and and I've gotten so much feedback from that too. You know, I've gotten a lot of people and returning clients. That's the biggest thing is the people. The amount of returning clients that we get is. I mean, this year I think we've got. 70, 75% returning. Oh, really? And See, that's, that's awesome, huge. Yeah, that's, that's huge. You know, people that trust me, trust my, my guys. And I know, I know them, they know us. We know, you know, yeah, we built that rapport and it makes it so much easier to where I can be like, you know, this is what we're doing. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah we're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool, dude. Do you, uh, so when you have clients, I've never done a guided hunt period, so I don't, I don't know. But like if you, when you have clients and they, and they, I mean, do you, what if they want to call too? Do, do you let them call or like, Oh yeah. Or do you, you know what? Like, it, actually up? on top of that is, is we'll, we'll give lessons in the field too. Oh, nice. I'm not opposed to that. If somebody wants to learn how to call, I'll tell them, bring your call. Yeah. You know, Cause you got the best and the best. Well, I'm sure you get Why not like, learn something before you leave. Yeah, you know, it, if it turns into, you know, God forbid it turns into a shitty day. Uh-huh. But uh, if it does, at least you're going to leave with something. Yeah. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to yeah. leave at least a better caller. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and well, and I'm, sure I'm not opposed you... to that. And that, that just comes with, with the package. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not opposed to that at all. Um, now, if somebody sounds like crap, and, I, and I've had, you know... Sorry to all my clients that are listening to this right now, but I've had people that sound like crap, and they know it too. And I t- I'll tell them, "Hey, put that call down." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's work on it. Let's work on it here after we're done with the hunt, yeah. and we'll give you a, yeah. we'll give you a little bit more of a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, but uh, put that thing down, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I'm sure uh, you get like yeah. all all walks of life. Like some guys are probably you know some guys probably come in and they're good at it, and some guys aren't, and you got to kind of adjust probably, but. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we have had some clients that are very good, good hunters who know the game. They, they know they just don't have the spread or, yeah, you know what I mean? Like they're just not a, I don't know, like, like I said, they, they, they don't, they don't have the expenses, I guess, to be able to put out so many and they just want to kill birds or, yeah. or whatnot. And, and I'll be like, all right, you, you, you comfortable with doing this? Or, you know, like say, I'll be like, Hey, how about you just cluck for a while 
and we'll do the rest of it. Or if you feel comfortable doing this and if I hear something wrong, we'll, we'll adjust accordingly. And yeah. we've had some guys in, and I do have clients that are very good spec callers or very good duck callers. And, and I'll be like, all right, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And they're, they're for it. Yeah. But, uh, but for the most part, I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of more of a feel thing. Yeah. Well, I think everybody's got to be, you know, clients or any, any hunter just needs to be open to criticism. I mean, that's how you learn. Like, uh, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, I sound good. And then I'll record myself and I realize I'm sounding like crap and I need to make some adjustments, you know, like. Oh yeah, dude. It, as, as a competition caller and a, you know, guide, whatever, you know, I constantly record myself. Yeah. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. And, and same with my guys too. You know, there's, they're competition callers. They're constantly recording themselves and we're all sending sound bites to each other. Like, Hey, how's this sound? How's that sound? Yeah. They're like, Oh, that sounds like shit. <laughs> I'm like, all right, what do I need to fix? <laughs> yeah. Help me fix this. You know? Yeah, exactly. There, there's no better way than getting construction criticism. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and it, it, it's not something that anybody should take personally. Yeah. If they're trying to learn and they want to do it the right way, do not take it personally. You know, if you if you want to contact somebody, many many contest callers that I know all over the country, they're willing to hear your your soundbite, and they will criticize you, and they might say this is trash. Yeah. And if they say this is trash, that's good. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> because then they're going to send you another thing that's going to say fix this, fix that, fix this. Yeah. You know, and listen to that that's the biggest tip i can get to people that want to learn how to call you somebody if you send something to somebody and they tell you that's trash or or whatever and you know fix this fix it yeah <laughs> or ask them how to fix it you know and a lot of these guys all over the country they're willing to help uh-huh. um you know some of the best best people i know that are all over the like cory nickham um he's a, he's a fantastic caller uh Gosh, I'm brain farting on a lot of names. Seth Fields. Gosh, he's he's been a huge resource for me. I've known him for for a few years now, uh-huh. and he's helped me out a ton. Um, and he's he's been to worlds. He's been to all over the country. He's come out here to California and and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. Those are just a couple names of, among them. But uh, yeah. even you know, like even my guys. You know, I've I've constantly bounced off my sound files to them too. And we're all, we're all doing the same. You know. Yeah. We're like I said, we're co- constantly calling all year <laughs> it doesn't oh, yeah. stop <laughs> yeah but uh that's the best way to learn is from people that know how to do it and give you that construction criticism yeah and if if you can't take it you this ain't the game for you <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> yeah well i know and sometimes uh, yeah and whoever's giving the constructive criticism needs to not be a dick about it too so <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. There's, but there's in been, a way, there's been times where way, I'm like, I'll be like, sometimes I feel like I sound like a dick when I'm telling my buddy to shut up or whatever. I'm like, dude, put that thing down. I'm like, man, I should yeah, try to be a little in nicer. A, in a way, but you got to be ready for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I've had many, many people tell me this is trash. It's garbage. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It's nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to fix? And they're like, oh, okay, well then, do this, do that, you know. And they'll give me notes and what, excuse me. Uh, they'll give me notes and whatnot, and uh, and I go from there. Yeah, you know, and, and that should be for anybody. If you want to learn, you need to take that constructive criticism. 
Hell yeah. Whether whether it sounds like they're being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> and, uh... But uh this is true. But that's 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 the way it is, man, you know. It's yeah. If you want to know what you're doing wrong, somebody's going to tell you it's going to be wrong. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Yeah, really. for sure. For sure. So. You kind of can't blame them for being for being a little harsh about it at the moment too cuz it's like, you know, if it's if it feels like it's ruining the hunt that someone's calling like crap then you know they're gonna be a little <laughs> a little hard on you about it probably like shut up oh yeah or or yeah. even if it's on stage yeah because you know? because when it comes to stage you have to be perfect yeah otherwise you ain't gonna win yeah and and you know i may not be the best person to say you know i'm the best or anything but you know i've learned from the best uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. uh and i've taken a constructive criticism from the best so yeah. So to hear those things and to get to know that is, is huge. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you've got to be ready for that. And, 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 and I've told that to many people who have asked me how to, how to call and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna be straight up. I'm going to tell you if it sounds like trash. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And don't take it hard. <laughs> yeah. Just learn from it. Exactly. Hell exactly. Yeah. I'm still going to be your friend. I'm still going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's that's the way it is. Yeah. So so if someone wanted to book a hunt with you guys, like what 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 is like a what what is a what is a what is a day's goose goose hunt cost? Is, so is, there, right a, now, is there like a minimum amount of people that need to be there? Is it like a four person minimum or? Well, okay. So we got COVID. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> well, you can only have one person or what? No, <laughs> Everybody no, has to be uh, six feet apart. <laughs> so with COVID, it's kind of something I've done, just taken upon myself, you yeah. know, to kind of somewhat abide by some of the guidelines and whatnot going on. Yeah. I'm not mixing, I'm not mixing any parties. Okay. So if, if a party wants to book a hunt in the blind, okay, let me, let me backtrack. I'm not mixing parties in the blinds. Okay. So if somebody wants to book a hunt in 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 our blinds, which are flooded water blinds, uh huh, um, it's three hundred a gun, and we're not mixing parties. So if it's one, two, three, or four guys, that's it. That's their party, and that's it. Now in the field, I'm still mixing people in the fields because of the fact that I can separate people out. I could put people six feet apart. I could put people on the left side of me, on the right side of me, and I could separate people and and whatnot so uh-huh. and, and we're out in the open air we're not we're not confined to a blind and the dry field hunts are 350 a blind um we do lake goose and lake goose is 400 uh 400 per person okay um, with lake goose we also do a lunch we will sometimes we'll smoke tri-tips or ribeyes or you know yeah. <laughs> whatever we just Whatever we decide to do, uh, we make it a, we make it a, it's, it's a service. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, you're not just coming out to hunt. We're, we're providing a full service and, and making sure that when people are done, they're happy and, and fed. And when they leave, you know, it's a good day. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, so <laughs> that's, that's what we do. And, uh, it, it, and we haven't had any complaints yet. That's so. awesome. Shit. Well, whenever you uh, whenever you have a day where you have a hunt and you cook some of that backstrap from that buck that you shot this year, I want <laughs> I, I want to hunt that day. 
Yeah, that's yeah, a. <laughs> It's kind of a gray area as far as uh, cooking wild game and oh, charging people, though. Because you're kind of selling the service, huh? So then you're selling. Yeah, I mean, we've we've done where where people have killed a goose and they've want to learn how to cook it, and we've showed them how to cook it. Yeah, or yeah. we you know cooked it for them or whatever. But it's I, I don't know, a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But uh, as far as far as like being like, oh, you know, I'm gonna cook fucking backstrap today for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you don't want to. That's just a little different. Blow, yeah, yeah. Plus, you don't want to just know. blow all that meat on a couple. Huns. Yeah, that's probably kinda, share that's it with kinda, friends kinda and family. Say that for the family. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I put all that work into this. I'm not gonna just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, no, I I love I love big game hunting too, though, man. You know, I, like this year, I I went out of state to Idaho, and that was a fantastic time. Yeah, yeah at the time of my life out there, I hunted a uh, hunted antelope in September with a bow. Okay, and uh, that uh, it, it's so hard to get close to an antelope with a bow. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> I mean, I I had my chances um, multiple times. I mean, I I had multiple opportunities. It was just getting that comfortable to be able to let the arrow fly was the hardest part. Yeah, and the one. There was one time I got 40 yards from a, a big buck antelope, and uh, as soon as I popped out from the sage, I, I crawled 300 yards, got behind the sagebrush patch, popped up. As soon as I got my finger on the release, he turned his head, and he was gone. Oh, man. <laughs> Faster than I can even think. Dude, I mean, they, so don't call, they don't call them speed goats for nothing. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, I sat, I sat over a water hole for, for a few days. I, I did spot and stock for a few days and okay, it was a hard hunt, nice. but, uh, but, uh, and then I came, I came back to Idaho in, in October and I went for, for mule deer that hunt. And that was, that was a great hunt too. I mean, I, I saw, gosh, I saw well over 200 elk. I saw some that were 400 inches, 350. I mean, big bulls just and bugling their heads off i was yeah. whistling at them doing a doing like a <laughs> and they would beagle at me oh really <laughs> <laughs> and just drooling at their mouth i mean they were just hot Dang. but uh the area i was at it was it's a controlled hunt for both mule deer and for uh for elk so it was it's super super controlled okay and i was i was one of non-50 resident tags to get drawn for the mule deer hunt and it was it was a fantastic hunt. I ended up I ended up shooting a smaller buck. Uh-huh. I missed the biggest buck of my life. Oh really? <laughs> it, oh, oh man, man, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> Two hundred <laughs> yards. I, I clipped a branch and and uh, sent it high and clipped his back. I, I cut hair off his back. Oh, I have a really? picture. I have a picture of a of a clump of hair. Dude. And it's thick, coarse. You know, straight from his neck. Yeah. I I just went a little high, and a little over. <laughs> yep and, you know it's hunting it's hunting yeah but uh i mean i pass on a lot of bucks even the i pass on bigger bucks than the one i shot <laughs> oh wow was it did, but, uh, was it just coming down to the end the end of the hunt and you just yeah you, I, I was i i had planned on being out there for 10 days ended up calling you know like back to calling my boss and he ended up being super cool and i was like hey dude i'm i'm in this area i've been seeing these bucks that are huge you mind if I extend my hunt out? And he's like, go for it. Kill that buck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's and, awesome, uh, dude. Ended up getting my hunt extended out. So I ended up being out there for almost two weeks. Oh, okay. And wow. uh, 
so a week and a half in, I ended up deciding to say, screw it. My wife's like, when are you coming back? And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to take anything that's legal. Yeah. Ended up ended up seeing a 20-inch 3 by 3 and, and I put him down. Okay. <laughs> nice. But, uh, I mean, it, like I said, it was it was a hunt of my lifetime. I mean, I, I saw moose, dude, the, the biggest moose of my life. Really? And then I, I, I mean, I've seen moose up in Alaska. I went to Alaska some years ago just to visit, and I've seen moose up there, but yeah. the Shiras moose I've seen down in Idaho were even bigger than that. Oh, really? Just massive. <laughs> yeah. I was actually on, uh, I think it was about the fifth or sixth day I was there. I don't know, something like that. I got on this one buck, and he was big. He, he was one of the bucks. Like, I was telling people, like, I, I'm not going to chase after a buck unless it makes my heart thump, you know? Yeah. And I seen this buck, and he, oh, it made my heart skip. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. So I, I, you know, I grab my pack, and I get everything loaded, and I park my truck and everything. I make my way, and I get around this ridge. And 300 yards ahead of me, I see two bulls, these big bull moose. Uh-huh. And even at 300, I was like, holy shit, they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> Being from California, you don't see moose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I saw them and I was just oohing and on like, holy cow, these are massive, you know. Yeah. I, I had my spotting scope, you know. I pulled it out and put my my phone scope on it, got some pictures and video, and and I'm like, oh yeah, the buck. <laughs> <laughs> so I put everything away and I go after this buck, and he ends up getting. By the time I get around the ridge and and over, he's a thousand yards ahead of me and. He didn't know I was there, but I kept following him. And six hours later, he drops into this ravine and just disappears. Oh, man. Never saw him again. And God, this buck, he had to have been 170, 180 inches. Really? Easy. Yeah. Easy. Easy. I mean, I was I was just awestrucken, but, you know, yeah. I also got awestrucken by the moose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, shit. you know, like I said, it was a time in my life. I mean, I, I crawled all over these hills and. Yeah, and and had a great time. So I'm you, so ready to go back next year. Unfortunately, the the hunt that I got drawn for this year was a controlled hunt. So next year I'm out of the pool. So yeah. I have to get a regular regular deer tag next year. But there's some big bucks in the in the regular deer zone. So you just get a OTC tag, just over the counter tag yep, up there. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. They're 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 a little different out there. They they uh, have a it's opportunity driven rather than point driven. Okay. So, so if you go, you know, like say you put in for one year and you get drawn for a controlled hunt, the next year you can't get a controlled hunt gotcha. or you can't even put, you can't even put in for it. So, which is nice because everybody goes into the same pool that the same, Yeah, yeah. you know, it's all, it's all the same draw. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be uh, looking into the out of state thing coming up here this next season too. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I need I need to do it. <laughs> I mean, it, I want to do it for waterfowl too. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, fortunately, like, uh, you know, fortunately for me, I've got family out there, so it was it was nice being able to stay there. Oh okay. Um, so yeah, and that, from that zone, I was only an hour and a half from anywhere I needed to be. Oh okay. So <laughs> it was nice. nice being able to stay there, but uh, but it, on the other side of thing, like like waterfowl. Just down, they live right on the edge of the Snake River Canyon. Oh, and okay. Within within thirty minutes, they have some of the best waterfowl hunting from yeah, their house on the Snake River. And and I met some of their neighbors, and they were like, "Oh yeah, anytime you want to come out, you know, we got land over here, and 
know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. If I didn't work and guide so much. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? But one of these days, I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my way out there and and uh, back up all them greenheads. Yeah, I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And I've seen videos of people hunting the Snake River. And looks looks it just looks different. The landscape looks fun. It looks fun to hunt. Uh, it's it's magnificent out there. It's it's totally different than out here. Yeah. I think I think it's kind of something that draws a lot of us too. You know, it's different. You yeah, know, it's something new. Yeah. So. So when when you get a little taste of something, I guess a little taste of freedom, <laughs> you know, it's something that uh, people get drawn to. So. Yep. No kidding. Hell yeah. So what's your uh, so your how how how's your how's your schedule? Like if someone wanted to book with you this year, is there anything available this season, or are they pretty much booking next season, or what? You know, booking this season is going to be tough. Uh, uh-huh. Fortunately, it's kind of kind of a double-edged sword for us. You know, fortunately, we're so booked up to where we can only fit, you know, like two or three here and two, three there. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I mean, we're pretty booked up. Okay. We've got so many returning clients that, that hit us up even back in February, March. Yeah. Um, once COVID hit, you know, it had a slump and I was kind of getting a little worried. Then all of a sudden, people just started calling and it was like, hey, we're ready to book. And I, it it made me feel so good to, to know that I have people that trust me and, yeah, and it, uh, you know, it, it's kind of saddening that a lot of other businesses are getting shut down and whatnot, yeah. but to have this clientele that, that trust me and were able to back me and support the business was fantastic. Yeah. You know, because like I said, for a minute there, I was getting worried, you know, cause I had no calls. And usually the springtime is like when I get a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So so they filled up a lot of the the prime dates. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if they wanted to get a hold of me now, it'd be tough to get a hold to get into on a hunt this year. Uh huh. But uh, we could definitely get them in next year. Yeah, for sure. And if they want to do that, I mean, you can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I mean, I've got my phone number on every one of them. I've got a website, doaguideservice.com. Um, I mean, I'm all over social media, so. Yeah. Yeah. And then your Instagram is DOA guide service. Uh-huh. Yep. Same, uh, same with Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Or, or they can look me up, Rob DaCosta. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I, I can't <laughs> what I was going to say. I had a little bit of brain fart, but, um, maybe it's the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I just, I, I was thinking when you were saying how you were, you know, it made you feel good that you had clients coming back and stuff and like, yeah, I could, I could just tell by talking to you and you have a passion for it and you, you know, your, your relationship with your, with your guides sounds like it's like a, a really, it sounds like you guys got a good team going on and you guys are making yeah. clients happy and exactly um, I can, you know, just by talking to you and hearing your stories, I can tell why people want to come back and. It makes sense, dude, and it's a good. Sounds like a good, solid uh, thing you got going on, man. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been fantastic. It's it's definitely been a. It hasn't been a hard road, but it's it's been a it's been a journey. Yeah. You know, even just within the last few years, you know, from where I started for where I am now, and and it's not just about me anymore. You know, it started with just me. Yeah. 
there was a few years where, you know, I was out there even putting out a thousand decoys by myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't have the hands and, and all that. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yep. Um, and I've grown, grown a team that's been really well built and, and, uh, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's been an awesome road. I can't complain really. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like, you know, anyone who owns or has their own business or, or whatever you, you know, there's slow times. Like, like you said, like when spring was a little bit slower than normal because of COVID, you know, it's like sort of a, a moment of like, shoot, am I, am I going to be all right this year? Like, is this going to work out or what? And then all of a oh, sudden, yeah, totally. you know, totally. when those phone calls start coming in and all those hunts start getting booked, it's like, you know, a sense of relief and you're just, you just keep pushing forward and keep, you know, pushing your business to the next, next step and keeps growing. And sounds like, yeah, sounds like those clients, you know, they're, yeah, I'm sure they were hesitating a little bit like everybody was with COVID, but they were, they, they, they they had it on their mind obviously because they called you. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, it's definitely humbling to know that I have people that, that trust us and support us. For sure. Hell yeah, man. Well, shit, man. Is there, uh, what is, so what is the rest of the season, um, looking like for you? I mean, you're just pretty much busy, pretty much busy guiding. Are you guys, are you doing many hunts for yourself or? Yeah. You know, so typically we get a lot of our personal hunts out in the beginning. Yep. (laughs) You know, we, 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 uh, I, I, I usually tell a lot of my clients that, that a lot of people hit me up for like, Oh, you got opening day. And I'm like, Nope. Yep. No, no. Like, well, why? You know, like, why are you done too, man? Well, the biggest thing for, for me and for us is, is I want to make sure that we can, we're confident that we can kill birds. You know, I don't, I, I don't like taking people out in the dark and just being like, Oh, let's, let's just try it. Yeah. You know, and even throughout the season, if I'm not confident, I'll call my clients and be like, Hey, this is the conditions. Um, I'm not feeling like it'll be great. If you want to go, we can go, or we can, you know, we can try to reschedule you or push you off to next year. Whatever, whatever we can do, or I can give you your money back. Uh-huh. I try to, I try to be upfront as much as, you know, actually, all the time. Not as much as possible. I do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of something that sets me in in my guide service apart from a lot of other people. Uh huh. Is the fact that that I do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are letters uh, in, I'm not trying to put anybody down specifically, but there, there are guides out there, no matter where they're at in the country, that'll just take you out and just say, screw it. Here you go. We're going to go and give me your money. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that person. And I'm trying to, trying to teach my guides the same thing. Like, yeah, there's, you got to have a humble side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um, so how does that work? If, if, you know, if you guys do all decide to go out and, and it's, you know, a slow day or, or nothing happens or whatever. I mean, Ty- what- typically, typically I'll be like, Hey, you know, I'll give them the option. I'll call and be like, Hey, it's going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if it is, I'll be like, I'll be like, Hey, you, you can choose to go and I'll charge you or yeah. we can reschedule what I'll give them an option. Yeah. Um, that's my first go-to. Uh-huh. Uh, if they want to go, we're going to go and you're going to pay for my time or yep. our time. Um, if it, 
if I feel like I'm confident and the birds are going to do it and they don't, then I usually, I cut a deal, you know, like I'll, I'll be like, Hey, you know, I'm only going to charge you, you know, the, the deposit or, yeah. you know, I'll take a hundred bucks off or, you know, I, I kind of feel out the situation and yeah, yeah. kind of go from there or, or I'll offer them, a, I'll offer them, come back. Yep. I'll give you another hunt. Yep. If, if I have the time open, I'll, I'll be like, I'll look at my schedule, which lately, like, especially this year, it's going to be so hard for me this year because we're so booked. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like, years past i've been like hey i'll bring you back for free uh yeah but uh so just kind of situation dependent kind of see how it goes exactly i mean there's some things i can't control yeah yeah for sure (laughs) i can't control the weather i can't control the bird patterns but yeah i mean if i see if i see birds the day before and the weather looks good but yet the weather changes yep you know that's not my fault (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, because yeah, I mean, waterfowl hunting I mean, is definitely lot, weather my, dependent. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my clients that they they know how I do it, and and people that have come with me understand, and and uh, and that's something that I've just always been. I've always been upfront, and I I've been teaching my guides the same things: always be honest, be upfront, yeah. and uh, just do what's and right. do the right thing. You know, yep. it's it's. I mean, we're we're in this for a business. We want to make money, but at the same time. We also need to be humble. Yeah, you yeah, know, you, you got need... a reputation to uphold and stuff, and exactly, yeah. exactly. So, hell yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, we we do our best to. I mean, we're constantly scouting, we're constantly moving, we're constantly doing this and that, and and uh, making sure we keep under the birds. But there's some things that we just cannot control. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. That's why they call it hunting and not catching or. Whatever, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're killing. <laughs> uh, right on, man. Was there is there anything else you wanted to cover? Or can you think uh-huh. of anything else? I mean, I think we touched on a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you if you got any more questions. I don't know, man. Um, I'm sure I'll think of something at some point. We can always do this again, too. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Can, uh, yeah, get a little bit more in the season. We'll be all more hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I might I'll... be more of a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll. Well, yeah, like tonight. What? What are you? You're getting up how early in the morning for your hunt tomorrow? Well, actually, luckily today. Luckily today, I got to sleep in a little bit, and uh, I don't know. I got up at like five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got up and started just like, all right, I need this, I need that. You know, getting getting prepared, getting prepared for tomorrow. So I just you... really wanted to make sure that we can get things right for tomorrow for our clients and. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's spread is going to be, it, it's, it's a masterpiece. I mean, we, <laughs> nice. we got well over 600 spec decoys yeah. for our clients tomorrow. We brushed in the blinds, super, super brushed up. Um, we got, we got specs galore moving in the area. So nice. I'm really putting the money that we might do good tomorrow. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we'll That's see. Awesome, dude. We'll see. You know, yeah. they are wild birds. So yeah. 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 I need to. Maybe I'll, yeah, I'm going to look into booking something with you guys next year, maybe, or something, and we'll figure something out. It'll be fun. Yeah, Sounds like a blast. No pun it intended. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. sure. Right on, Rob. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, like I, I said, thank you, too. Yeah. I thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime, like I said, anytime. We'll, we'll, do, we'll have to do it again and... Pretty much tell everybody, pretty much anyone I've had on, I'm like, dude, let's 
you know, keep doing this like once a year, a couple times a year or whatever, and catch up and see how season's going or whatever. Definitely. Definitely. Right on, dude. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me on Instagram at mountain.vision or my personal Instagram page at Blue Collar Harvester. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening.